0: Gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Make Your Beauty Right podcast is a daily, unfiltered, no hose barrier look into the world of personal branding, beauty, leadership, and life as a creative entrepreneur. I'm your host, Leonard Nicole, image and personal branding strategist. And my goal is to give you life to the worries that all of us face day after day, struggling to fulfill our purpose and to create a glamorous legacy. In this Laugh Out Loud podcast, me and my guests will be discussing the best ways to make up your mind, monetize that brand, glam up your image like a boss, and how you can stay motivated in a world full of distractions. Your unfiltered beauty experience starts now. You are now listening to Make Your Beauty Mark Podcast. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, girl? You are listening to Make Your Beauty Mark podcast here on London Nicole Radio. I hope you are having a super dope, thriving Thursday. Um, like I said, hopefully, prayerfully, plug, 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 you are listening to us on London Nicole Radio where we are trying to have a uh, no we're not trying we are living our gorgeous glamorous and goal-setting life all while slaying distraction free out in these streets because you know that's what this podcast is about listen if you are trying to step up your personal brand change your image really really hone into what you're supposed to be doing how you communicate it how you go out here creatively impact people inspire people you are at the right place at the right time because that's what this podcast is about um I feel like, uh, like I've always talked about it before, I feel like going through my own journey of discovering my personal brands and helping other people do theirs from behind the scene as a celebrity makeup artist to, you know, being a creative director, to speaking, to going out, to writing my first book and building products. Um, it's so many things that happen behind the scenes. So whenever you hear anything about personal branding, it's always like, you know, just do these things and just make these products. And you really never have an understanding of what you're doing altogether how does it all work together for those of us that really love what we do Um, so thank you so much for tuning into the podcast thank you so much for signing up for it and like I said if you're listening to us on London Nicole Radio we are in the middle of pre-launch right now so um, what that looks for us is we're in fundraising mode so we are trying to raise $20,000 to help us really solidify a really dope space so women can come in, feel safe with recording content. Um, they actually have the equipment and the technology because let's be honest, people, between this pandemic and now, because we're still in the middle of a pandemic, um, technology has changed so much and how we communicate, how resources get to us. Um, and so having those technology resources for these women in this community, will help us so much in trying to make content for our community and let women know um, about different opportunities they have from career to parenting to life. I'm just going to say life. I was going to go down the rabbit hole and say all of these things, but life. Um, Super excited to be here today. So on thriving thursdays we normally talk about a lot of stuff so new apps book products movies style um it's a plethora of things we that you know that we go through and we cover here but if you haven't noticed if you've listened to other, other some of my other podcasts before this podcast um i've went through a lot with podcasting <laughs> so when i first started out podcasting it was i knew i wanted to talk and i felt like podcasting was just like easy because i get I, I just feel like i had the capability just to pop the phone open and just start talking and start to say how I felt and what I was seeing and just sometimes randomly like walking up to people. If I had friends over, we would have these like in-depth conversations. And this is why I thought thought personal branding, um, the conversation or the topic of how to be a personal brand, you know, once you found your purpose and what you found, what you want to do was so critical. But in this process of podcasting, I went from my first one, you know what Jesus to trying to rebrand it. And I was going to do it as a glamour boss. And I found out that was like a whole different conversation I was having to find finally being here with make your beauty mark so saying all of that to say um a lot of my podcasts, i kind of felt like i was rushing and don't get me wrong i'm a fast talker so i one minute can slow down which is the southern you know part of me and then the next minute i can be really hype and say something really fast um as the promoter new yorker in me and it kind of got to the point i just was starting to feel so rushed in my content where i was like you know i'm I'm hearing i feel like every sound i was hearing me smacking i was hearing like you know what i mean it was like all of those things i was hearing in the scope of be the content because you know that's the thing right now on tiktok just be the content and i was like well being the content right now kind of sucks because i felt like and just being honest. I felt like I was playing a game that I didn't know the rules to. And so I was on a walk this week and I was like, you know, I used to really enjoy making content. I really used to enjoy talking and having something to say. And now I feel like I just have to hurry up and rush because people aren't going to listen and people aren't going to get it. And I was like, yo, wait, wait, wait. Let's take that information and let's take that wisdom and apply it to what we're doing. If you're sitting down listening to somebody, you're already there to listen to what the person has to say and so you rushing through stuff and you rushing to say something just to hit a certain uh time limit or to say you got all of these points in this podcast you're not gonna like what you have to say you may not even like what you said and you probably dropped so many points and had so much to say your audience probably really missed everything that was happening so i had to take control over my own content and be like you know what screw this. If you're not going to listen that far into this podcast, if you're not going to listen four minutes into it or six minutes or seven, I don't even know where I'm at right now. Um, then this may not be the podcast for you. And I'm saying that to say on Glamour Boss, um, on my separate, you know, website that I have where I'm just solely dedicated to personal branding as I'm like etching this stuff out. I'm like, this is the stuff I talk about this is the stuff that I personally sit down and talk to clients about especially in this quarter I'm talking about your content I'm talking about your communication and that I'm talking about being authentic when you're doing it like people are gonna know if you're rushing people are gonna know if you're not being being yourself and then on top of that I felt like oh let me keep my brand positive because I'm a Christian and I'm a this and I can't cuss and, I, and I'm like but I, I do I am a cussing Christian I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm not because I am so if you caught me out in the street or if you were talking to me and I was like oh shit you're gonna be like well listen to her podcast She not. I didn't want it to be that way and so in this process of walking in, because that's my time where I come into myself I was like yo I need to be as authentic as possible this is your show you own your content and you structure what you want to say you lay out what you want to say because you're responsible for that so I wanted to say all of that to first start off and say, For the next quarter, in this podcast, that means July, August, and September. So if you're a businesswoman, you need to know your quarters. If you work in retail or any part of business, you know your quarters. In this quarter, this is the third quarter. A lot of times, people are coming from vacation. Content is at its all-time high because people are relaxing. People who are working and still have a nine-to-five, this is, again, let me just throw this in there. This is why knowing who you're talking to is so important. My clients, on vacation or not, are still working. They're still producing content. They still have to write their books. They still have to do their courses. They're still preaching. They're still teaching. They're traveling. They're doing these types of things. And if you are working in the side of media, this is a time where people are gone. They're on vacation. So people are looking for contributors and content. Every day I'm on TikTok and I'm always saying, I'm going to go to TikTok and get some inspiration. I'm going to learn something today I didn't know. You have to think about yourself that way. So whether you want to have the philosophy that you're the media company and you have to put out blogs and articles and pictures to explain what's happening in your industry or what's going on, or if you have to do a live and talk, don't be afraid for being your authentic self in this content. Because it's not going to resonate if that's not who you are. Because if you're trying to be this perfect uh, angel package type of thing and then people get with you on the phone and you're a whole different person, then what? You know, even checking out Gary Vee, who I absolutely positively love. um, This woman was like, yo, why do you curse so much? If you would stop cursing, you know, you would get to a higher fan base. And he's like, yo, I'm willing to die on that hill. I'm willing to die because this is how I'm authentic. And she was like, you cuss in front of your kids. And he was like, I have to fucking loot me. He was like, I don't think cursing is the end all be all for my children. But how I'm living my life and what type of person I am, I think that's going to stand. So I just respected that he was willing, like he said, to die on that hill, to die on that mar- to die on that mountain. So if you are a personal branding client of mine, or if you um, follow my content on Instagram or anything along that line, or like I said, even my blog posts in this quarter, I'm talking about content, communication, um, content, communication, um, community, and how are you pulling all that together and balancing your own spirituality um, and what's truthful to you and what's truth to you. So. If you haven't checked out my blog post, be sure to go check it out. And it's kind of leading into, you know, every day I have a question of the day, but on this thriving Thursday, I'm going to probably leave it for a whole week because it was really, really good. But the question came from this book and let me go look it up because I know I hate telling you guys the wrong thing. Um, But I was on again, TikTok. When I was on TikTok, I saw this clip and I'm going to play the clip really quick if I can. It's like, don't believe everything. Don't believe... Hold on, make sure I'm right. It's don't believe everything you think while you're thinking is the beginning and ending of suffering by Joseph, and I cannot pronounce his last name. I'm not even going to play, but I'm going to spell it. It's N-G-U-Y-E-N. I always get those last names messed up. and I don't want to mess it up. But here is the question. I'm going to go right into the question. The question is, if I had... Let me lift my phone up so I can make sure I'm giving you the question really good. If I had an infinite amount of money, I've already traveled the world. I had no fear. I didn't receive any recognition for what I did. What would I do or what would I create? So sorry, I hit the mic. What would I do or what would I create? And I've just really, really been sitting on that because I was like, yo, how profound is that? Like to really ask your question, because I feel like we always or any life coaching thing I've seen or any seminar I've been to, they ask maybe one of those questions, but they never ask the whole thing together. Because you always hear if I had all the money in the world, what I do, what would I do? Or if I traveled everywhere, what would I then do? If you had all the money. If you've traveled everywhere, if you've done the things you don't get recognition because you're already famous, so that wouldn't matter, what would you do and what would you create? And I thought I, I thought it was just such a powerful question because people always typically typically say, well, what would you have passion for? I have passion to talk all the time, but today it was really hard to do a podcast as much as I'm passionate to talk because you have to talk and pretend that people are there and pretend that people are, you know, it's an audience there, even if it's no one there so what are you doing you have to pretend that you're getting recognition, even though you may not get recognition and no one may ever listen to this podcast or watch your video. You have to then believe that it's going to happen. So uh, sometimes we take jobs for recognition or we take careers for money or so we could travel. But if all of those things have been done and accomplished, it takes your ego and the pride out of what you have to say or what you want to do. And I think it really gets to the heart of who you are and what you what you to do so on this thriving thursday that's my question um and i'm gonna be talking about it for a whole week but let's really get into the show for the day i know we're like 12 minutes in but let's really get into the show for the day so i hope you got something for content um clarity and for your community let me also jump back on that again your content is there To communicate who you are, what you do, how you want to serve that audience, what are you going to do to serve that audience, books, resources, skills, case studies, that's all the stuff that content is. Your communication is how you're going to go about informing people. Are you good at talking? Do a podcast. Are you good at being in front of a camera and talking to people might want to do video? If you kill writing, you might want to write a blog. So I always start with how you communicate because that takes the pressure off of it. And it does take the pressure, at least when I podcast off me a little bit, because I really get to just focus on what I want to say. My hands are flying all over the place. I really get to be myself. I don't have to think about if my makeup is okay and... Let me get cute for the camera. I literally get to pop on, be my best self, and just actually have an authentic conversation. So I'm going to get more into that every time I podcast um, in this quarter. But on today, like I said, on Thriving Thursdays, we talk about new apps, new business products, books, movies, um, style, and those type of things. So um, the first thing I want to discuss was the app. So y'all, I found this app and I've been playing with it for two days and I wanted to play with it before I really gave it to you. But the name of the app is called Mentorist. Um, so mentor, mentor, and then I-S-T. And basically what the app is doing is like personal development in your hands. So when you first get on it, it basically it, it'll ask you a whole bunch of questions. Once you go through it, it's like, are you a... Um, I, I, are you a, um, a, a a learner or are you a doer? It will ask you, like, do you read a lot or do you like this? Are you more into talk? Like It just asks you a series of questions. And then after you do, it starts to suggest books that you should read or books that will probably help you be more productive, whether it's on the personal side of development or the um, professional side of development for you, which I thought was super dope. And in this whole thing, I ended up reading this book which wasn't even on my book list. Um, And I've heard of it before, I think, or I know i heard of the concept, but it's by Laura um, Vanderkam and it's called What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. And interesting enough, I've been working this cycle before I even heard anything about it. So it was like, I I don't know if you heard it before, like the most successful people wake up first thing in the morning. You'll hear people like Steve Harvey, who's talked about that whole, you know, millionaires don't sleep a lot and that whole, that whole not. Um, So he was saying, uh, well, not he, but in this book, Laura was saying, who wrote the book, that after she's researched all of these successful people, they all woke up before 6 a.m and they found routines that they can successfully do every single morning that jump-started their day to have a pro you know a happy progressive day that kind of snowballed into them having another great day so here were a couple of notes that i wanted to take for you because you know i read the book sometimes that you don't have to so first step wake up between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. The whole point they do this is to establish some type of discipline. Because once you establish a habit, then if you notice, you kind of keep it up. For instance, um, a lot of people are very used to as soon as they wake up in the morning, they get up, they check their phone, they go to the bathroom, they go to the kitchen they make a cup of coffee. To the point, if you're their friend or you came to visit them, you can sit back and study them without even second guessing. They get up and they do the same thing. And even um, if you start to really ask people what their morning rituals look like, they probably can't tell you because they've been doing it so long that it turns into a habit. So that is the whole point of being disciplined about this is so that these things can turn into daily habits that you don't pay any attention to. So here are the five steps to have a great morning. Step one, start tracking your time and tracking your activities. Time is the most valuable resource we have because we can't get it back. Once you start tracking your time, And your activities is letting you know what you're spending your time on and how much time goes to your activities. So you can then monitor what you can cut out and what you know, what you can probably keep in. Number two, have a perfect morning. So first visualize your best morning. So whatever that may look like, after you visualize it and you write it down, then add practicality to it. What actually can happen within your day, within your time constraints, with your own responsibilities. And after you do that, try to stick to that every single morning. Number three, thinking logically how, when, where, and how you're gonna perform. So after you have certain goals and tasks that you need to do for the day, how have you then set down and organized how you're gonna knock these things off every single day to save your time, to get back to doing the things that you love, um, and then to knock out those things so they're not causing you stress and anxiety. Number four, habits. Willpower's powers, slow, small changes. So don't kill yourself if you have tried to quit smoking or walking three days a week. If it's only at one, slow but steady wins the race. So think like a turtle and not like a rabbit, meaning know that you're into this for the marathon. You're into this um, new lifestyle change for the embetterment of you. So it may take some time, but give yourself grace and know that habit is going to take some time to develop. And number five, five, number five is fine tune as needed. So if your daily like program isn't quite working out, then structure it and, 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 tweak it to how you need it. So you can perform your best. Um, now, like I said before, which was super interesting before I read this book, I've been like, Oh my goodness, I don't have enough time in my day. Let me wake up earlier. And I can say this since I've been getting up earlier <laughs> and knocking up certain stuff by like nine or ten and doing all the hard stuff in my day before three o'clock i have been more productive than i can probably say in my entire life because i feel like i have things that i'm actually achieving stuff that i'm knocking down It's logical. I can see what I've knocked down. And by three o'clock, I still have energy to do whatever I wanna do. Or if I wanna take a nap, I don't feel as guilty because I've done all the hard stuff. Everything is taken care of. I had family time that morning. You know what I mean? I got these things knocked out. I had a great start. Because be honest, if you have a great start to your morning, your day is usually fine. Because that's the first thing you say. When you get up in the morning and you say, oh my God, my day is so great. You tend to say my day is great if your morning was just great. Have you noticed that if you had a great morning and your afternoon went went horribly, you'd be like, well, at least my day started out great. We always do it. So it's a great way to think about um, your mornings. And so heads up, I'm not getting paid. It's no affiliate, affiliate discount that I'm getting for this, but um, it is $49 for a year. Um, and right now they're offering a 90% discount for the app and you get it for uh, $7.50 for the hold on me back up it was $7.50 for the whole year what is that a 90% discount so you get it for $49 for the whole year there we go I couldn't quite get that out so if you haven't tried that app it's super dope Um, I like it because it reads the books to me so I get to sit down and edit and do different things and always like keeping up on my personal development and my tracker Um, so I thought it was super dope and like I said that question just kicked off so many different ideas for me and things that I wanted it to do um so let's kind of move right into the next topic new business products so I kind of want to use this app for new business products um, and new things that are on the market. What you're really seeing a lot of stuff really get down to is productivity. So this is not like a new product, but you're seeing more people really talk about alarms um, on their phone. You're seeing people really get into productivity type of products right now, where people are kind of going into this whole either brain dump where they're mapping out what they're doing time by time, you know, like hour by hour. Exam time by time wow hour by hour um you're hearing a lot of people also do like the 50 the 50 minute work set meaning they work for 50 minutes straight take a five minute break or a 10 minute break so excuse me they're not necessarily new products but you're gonna see more people really get into more time structure um things like how are you really getting more productive and knocking things out and i personally feel like it's happening just due to how the workforce has changed so we all know with the pandemic everything changed whether you were going into the physical office because i know some people who still were going in versus being a hundred percent remote or half and half you're even noticing companies moving over to this new thing which is like the 32 hour work week And so they're like, okay, we probably can't, you know, track your progression as much um, as we probably want to. Cause I'm here, I'm reading, I think I just read an article from New York times and Forbes where a lot of companies are like, you know, um, how can we track your productivity? And what they're doing is they're saying, okay. So this is this is how we're going to make the best of it. So either we're going to put you on like a 32 hour work week where you have more time like this work life balance where we're honoring that, but we just expect you to get your jobs done or you're going to see a lot of companies that are really going to crack down on you turning in products and filling up charts of how you're doing your job because of productivity. And with that being said, let me say this too. I think productivity is coming down to the key is because you're having a lot of people say, "Um, I think this is a time for the knowledge. Let me back up because it's a lot I want to say. One, I think this is the best time in the world for people who have a lot of knowledge. Because what people are understanding is, you know, and this was my epiphany, even with the book I had, it was my epiphany because the part where I told you, it was like, are you a learner versus a doer? I think people are having that epiphany because a lot of people who are learners probably were once doers at one time where you went out and you just did, 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 did. did. And you did so much that you don't even know what you were doing. You were just learning and trial by error. And in places like retail, because I've worked there for a long time, that's probably one of the places where it's hard to do that at, which a lot of people do. But let me tell you why. Because when they map their hours out, they get a certain amount of hours per month that they have to use for scheduling. So meaning they have They're a store, maybe they're a million dollar store, hypothetically, and they have every week um, 200 hours. And in that 200 hours, it has to cover um, your store manager, your assistant, maybe you had a key holder, two staff. And in all of that time, you have to think about your opening times, your pre-opening times, your closing times, inventory, how you're going to get that stuff out. If you don't know how to do all of those things, (laughs) <laughs> you get what I'm saying and somebody's giving you 20 hours a week to work on the job then you're while you're doing and you're running around you're probably really costy because you're learning on the job and you don't know versus a learner may have studied the manual studied the book they probably had more time to go through how to do wall fixtures how to you know, take inventory in and all of these things, or they're great at doing the schedule to plan for all of these people to do these things. And so I think a lot of companies are understanding like, Hey, we hire all of these people who can do, 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 which is great. And we hire learners, but how can both of these people, um, work together and coexist? And I think that also comes back down to your personal development too. You have to know if, i think you can be both let me stop and say that you can be both but which one are you stronger at are you more stronger as a learner or as a doer even though i think learners should be doers and doers should learn but you still could be stronger either you know at either or and i think this is important like i said because it's coming down to productivity because a lot of times we confuse busyness with us being successful and you're running around being busy Versus sitting down and actually having a plan what you're going to be busy about. So on this Thriving Thursday, like I said, I'm seeing in this um, great resignation and people trying to restructure um, their personal brands is why? Because you sat down, you had to learn for a while, you had to get expertise. Once you get your expertise together of what you're going to do, your plan, you can lay it in a format to do. And like I said, I think companies are getting that because in this remote working, they're really starting to see, and it's more companies who are starting to um, use different tools and technology to try to track productivity. I'm still coming back to tracking productivity because people want to know where their money is going. If I'm paying you to do a particular job, are you just trying to learn on the job and do all of these things, or do you have any type of knowledge or expertise in what you actually want to do and don't get me wrong um let me be very clear on on every job you go to there is a learning curve. It's going to be things that you don't know. It's going to be things that they're going to have to teach you. It's going to be ways that you're just finding out what your expectations are, but you still can do the job. That's like you getting a job as a cosmetologist somewhere within a corporate company and you don't know how to do hair. You don't know how to do different types of hair. You don't know how to do these things. So while you got yourself in these this door, how long are you going to be able to keep it and stay there and progress and keep in mind while everybody has a personal brand everybody isn't monetizing and using their personal brand correctly so you going out here and pitching yourself to do things and to apply for jobs that you know you can't do you don't have the skill set you don't have the capacity to do you have nothing that qualifies you for this job besides your hopes your dreams and everybody else telling you to do it you're going to set yourself up for failure And you're going to scar yourself and your name in the middle of it. So a personal brand to me is like a degree. It's like a skill set. It's like expertise. It is going to accumulate value over time the more you use it and you work it. Why would you go out here and get a different skill and pay all of this money to invest in yourself and you didn't think about it prior to it? You didn't think about what you were going to do with it. You didn't think about how you were going to use it. And I see people bashing. You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we're in a time where everybody's bashing everything besides just just get online and use your stuff and just you know you don't need anything to make six figures people are making six figures because they have something to make six figures from now whether they went into detail of the money and the resources and the stuff that they use to make six figures nonetheless, you still make six figures because you were working at it. And it is like I said, it's like your personal brand. You know, it is an art based thing you have to perform. So if you get into this, and you're thinking, you know, it's going to be easier for me. Yes, over time, it will be easier where you can go into rooms. And people are like, Oh, my God, Vanessa's here. Oh, But why are people excited that Vanessa's there? Because for the five years prior to it, Vanessa has been doing workshops and presentations about, you know, I'm looking at net network on my box. So maybe four or five years, she's been talking about how to network within your community or your tribe or how to network over here or how to do this. And she's done TED talks and this, she's consistently having a, a reputation and a track record to say, this is what I do. This is why it's important. This is what I do. This is why it's important. And that's why Beyonce can drop an album or different celebrities can show up in a movie because let's be honest, if we see Viola Davis in a movie, what are we going to say? Or Denzel Washington, oh, it's going to be good because they in it. Why? Because they have a track record that whenever they do certain movies, it's going to be great. Why? Because more than likely, they have sat down with their team. They have thought about, the, you know what I mean? They, they looked at the movie. They read the movie. They looked at the director, how they were going to market it. What was the storyline? And then they thought about what they were going to add to. It And that's how you have to look at yourself as a personal brand. It doesn't matter if it's 85 business coaches out there, but maybe you're the only business coach that's going to sit here and specifically talk to women who only have a hundred dollars to start their drop shipping store. And you're going to help them over time to scale it to blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, fit, a, you know, fill, fill in the blanks. That is the whole point of you being a personal brand. It is no different from a company being a brand. And don't get me in, you know, don't get me started with this because you know I like to say it all the time. Every brand is a business, but every business is not a brand. That's why you can see somebody on the corner selling hot dogs, and they can be there every day, consistently selling hot dogs. And people would just go get that hot dog. But if you grew up like I did in the South, where it was watermelon, for instance, being sold on every single you know country road, it was certain people we went to, like the watermelon man, because he went around New Bern just screaming watermelon. Get your watermelon. And he always would cut up pieces and give it to you fresh to let you try it. So when you thought about getting a watermelon, you was like... I don't know if it's the season or not yet to get a watermelon because I had not seen watermelon man. It was tons of people selling it. And Piggly Wiggly could have had it, Walmart, food Line. I mean, honey, I'm hopefully I'm letting you see who I am in my southern roots. But until that watermelon man came around to start singing it, you was gonna sit there and wait. And while he charged probably, I wanna say three or four dollars more than most people, you knew you were gonna be able to taste a piece of that batch a piece of that watermelon batch before it hit the streets you knew what it was he showed you how to check to see if the watermelon was gonna be good or not before you actually had it and when you got it, you were so excited to take it home and eat it because the little piece that you had, the juice stain was still by your mouth and running down because it was good. That is how you have to think about yourself when you're building your personal brand. What is it that you have to say? What is it that you want to communicate? And if I would have known anything else before, I would have known the stuff that i know known now, it would have been, hey, all of this time that you took to figure out what you wanted to do, how you wanted to say it all your gifts and your talents because my niche and personal first of all i'm an image consultant that has found a sub niche in personal branding strategies because i knew how important let me go back to my niche of image consultant i knew how important it was to stand out and to market yourself and to be this person but i wanted to do all of these things And I didn't know how to pull them in together. So once I got into personal branding and decided to niche down a little bit, I saw all of these people because I worked with these music artists and these celebrities. And I was always doing creative direction and I was doing this stuff and telling them products and t-shirts and marketing and all of this stuff they should do. But at the time, I didn't know it was called personal branding. And then I had PR people and I was trying to say, you know, hey, you know, I wanted to do this and I wanted to do this. And while I love them, they weren't getting down to the personal part of who i was to you know what i mean to who i was and who i had the cap- the capacity and the capability to be who I was growing into to do all of these things and how to pull them together. So once I started looking at myself and started working with other people and I was like, hey, you can write this book, you can have this course, but how do all of these things come together, you know what I mean, Uh, cohesively for it to make sense? Because this has to be one band, one sound. And for instance, I'm gonna give you a prime example before I jump out of here. So y'all remember J-Lo started J-Lo Beauty, Right. And she was getting dragged because I was like, first of all, everybody being in the beauty industry, you know, this is why you have to be protective of your industry. Most people are jumping into it for a quick bath for a quick money run. And so I never understood why she launched makeup because that wasn't her strong suit, her strong suit. And while she is gorgeous, don't get me wrong baby body is banging we all want to know how how she's dancing at 55 we all look at her body her butt is still infamous in the whole nine so now she just released j-lo body and what is j-lo body focusing on body and stretch marks and keeping your butt toned and firm at her age gosh darn it i was like oh somebody had to hear my conversation because it was freaking genius because why it tied down to her personal brand. we know her for looking a certain type of way and more importantly for her at her age her body to look a certain type of way so why not build that and put it in a product and market to women of that age group who have the money who's going through those problems who want to look like that and then to even to even re-trigger it to go into a generation younger you like 35 to 45 and target those areas because it's treatment because she has a body product uh, gear towards treatment to help fight those things before you get to that age that is personal branding so once you know who you are in personal branding it is then going to start showing you who you're then going after and then once you start to figure out who you're going after, you'll start to see all of these things that this generation, that particular generation that you're marketing to, they're suffering with, they're going through. So you'll be able to pre-forecast things you can help them with. You'll be able to develop something that maybe another company did and they completely sucked that because they missed the mark. Or you'll be able to, again, make something that's completely new, transformational to stand, to stand out. In j Lo's case with the J-Lo body, I feel like it was absolutely like they hit the head on the freaking nail with that product so listen guys i don't want to talk ahead of on this podcast because i'll be back tomorrow or fearless friday where we're going to get into a style um, making content making really cute content that really really helps you have a cohesive brand so you're not killing yourself to make content all the time and you really get to be the content so we're going to get into that tomorrow and like i said before you know uh with style um because i feel like everybody i just want to go down TikTok, everybody's talking about style but remember in where you're at right now as a personal brand your style is really going to be a correlation of who you are and what you do because if you are uh, a dentist or a plastic surgeon plastic surgeon i don't expect you to go in with a suit um and a whole full face of makeup so in your regular off-time life or in your, uh, I want to say 50-50, because I feel like most people are half in the office, half home, you may be more of a, you know, t-shirt, jeans, and then when you get to work, throw on a white coat type of thing. You know, in my particular case, you know, even though I call myself a glamour boss, um, keep in mind, glamour is what? Looking good, dressed up, and owning who you are all the time. So I wear a lot of black all the time because I am on production sets, I am on doing 50 billion jobs so if I have to get dirty if I'm working with my little person it's not that bad and then when I decide to get dressed up that same black stuff I pop on a really nice blazer my makeup is already done I take my baseball cap off put some lip gloss on I already have blingy earrings on with a baseball cap so I'm pretty good to go you know but if you were say for instance you were a business coach in your day job you were a real estate agent You know, in both scenarios, you're probably going to be more in a suit compared to somebody else. So right now, I did want to just jump back into that style piece because I wanted to say that. Really, really think about your closet compared to what your actual life looks like because for whatever reason when people get into influencing um they only think about social media but as a personal brand remember this is top tier so the same way everybody's talking about luxury 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 if you're going to be a personal brand basically what you're saying is i want to be a chanel bag i want to be a prada bag i want to be a gucci bag because remember it's levels it's levels of designer bags there's levels of designer bags. So maybe you don't want to be, you know, maybe you don't want to be a Prada bag. Maybe you want to be a Birkin bag. You know, that's going to take more time, more consistency. It's going to dress different. It's going to look different. And you're going to always have to have that Birkin bag type of thing. I mean, personally, I'm probably, you know, right now, I'm probably looking at a little coach bag, maybe a little Michael Kors. You know what I mean? So, you know, find something that you can relate to when it comes into style. But think about your real life because you do not want to buy all this clothes and this hair and this makeup just to live for social media. Because as a personal brand, you have to be that real person in the real world on and off social media. You should be looking at social media as a reality show, as a document, like as a document, uh, like a documentary. Um, You should be looking at social media like press and like when you're going to those things and then the second view of social media you should have is to just be fun and i'm gonna relate to my friends and i'm gonna do a little tiktok dance here and there and to do something that's more personable like how we saw michelle obama do a little dance skit with my you know with beyonce or when she was with the nba players and she did a little dribble it's her in real life but she didn't show all of those pieces it was sprinkled in you know what i mean in in, uh, in, in you know in the midst of what was actually going on. So think about that with your wardrobe and your style. So you're seeing a lot of people go to sheen again. You're seeing a lot of people go back to the mall. You're seeing a lot of people do skims and shop just um, and shop on Amazon for very light, um, light material things because of the half and half, you know, some people working in the office and then some people going back into remote work. But listen, guys, check out that app. Be sure to check out that book. And then movie wise, because I don't think I mentioned um, my movie of the month or what I'm watching now i actually went back and i'm on disney plus and i'm watching um what is it the the metaverse thing with dr strange yeah so i'm re-watching that now because everybody's talking about the metaverse and i'm gonna feel like i'm I'm feeling like i missed something so i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna re-watch that but i am gonna watch the book um, watch the book y'all i am going here we go here we go i am going to watch this movie and i'm going to cover it if you guys are not in my discord community if you're not in my facebook group um it is called make up your lifestyle on discord it's called uh, make up your lifestyle too you may see make up your lifestyle backslash elevated view because with um our newsletter over there in that whole space we are always talking about movies what's coming out um we're i'm officially announcing our first movie night meetup it is going to be for the release of what Honda that's coming out. Y'all, if y'all haven't seen the trailer oh honey this is going to be some juicy tea this is going to be a really good movie i want to say of the year but like i said um our new movie that we're going to cover for um next wednesday is going to be not okay it's going to be on it's, it's on hulu right now um so i'm going to check that out but to give you the gist it's looking like a girl who lied about who she was on social media and then it turned around and it kind of caught the news attention and all of this stuff is you know like happening and spiral spiraling out of control so this is why i want to talk about it because this is a prime example of what people feel like they have to do now to be an influencer versus focusing on themselves as a personal brand so we're going to cover that And like I said, tomorrow is a fearless Friday. So I'll be back tomorrow. And like I said before, thank you so much for listening to London Nicole Radio. We are in fundraising mode. We have our first event coming up for our digital um, vision board party. So if you would love to support us or sponsor us, I think it's like $10 ticket. All the money goes to our pop-up events and our digital events to keep us going as being um, a digital um, radio station for our community. And then as always, I'm going to say, if you're saying, Hey London, I really, 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 really need help. Um, solidify my personal brand. You can always go to the LondonNicole firm.com, um, and check my company's page out and uh, inbox me on social media or inbox the company page, girl, it's always somebody over there talking. So Sarah's either over there, I'm, <laughs> I'm over there, um, or, um, Asia is over there. So we're always working and designing, but as always, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And if you can't tell, it is completely different. It's completely new. I feel so free doing this podcast um, differently and in this way because I want it to be a value and I want people to get it. And more importantly, when I was starting building my personal brand, it was all of these things I wanted to do. And I had this big vision and I felt like no one saw it. And I was like, hey, (laughs) you're now in this job um, because you get to see it and because you understand the connectivity between marketing and pr and communications and your brands and all of these departments you sometimes need that person to come and sit down with you personally because your personal brand also trends um it transcends to an actual like career So, you know, that's why when, you know, you see the Kardashians and they're just known as reality stars, because being a reality star is a career. You get cast for it. It's a job. Or when you see them, you you get what I'm saying? Or when you see other people and they have these weird titles and then you meet them in real life and you're like, well, what's your corporate job? So your personal brand job should also be, you know, closely related to an actual corporate job. So when you sometimes can't see where you can't fit, why you can't fit it in in the market um or industry it's probably because you really need someone to come in and say okay if you were working corporately for a company what what would that look like if you worked for someone who had a whole bunch of money how would you come and be on their team so we get to sit down and have those conversations but as always go out here today and make your beauty mark on the world i can't wait to see you again tomorrow gorgeous wow when did I i can't wait to see you again tomorrow gorgeous okay i did say that right so i can't wait to see you again tomorrow boo And like I said, thank you so much for all your time and listening to this and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, babe.